Hello there, my friends. Welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I am delighted to spend this hour with you. And I want to thank you for reserving this time to spend with me. I look so forward to it every week. And I want to tell you if you if you plan ahead to listen on Thursdays live, awesome. We're here at four o'clock Pacific time and seven o'clock Eastern time. But did you know we offer you a replay? And a lot of people are getting back to work, driving into work. So why don't you let me keep you company? On the East Coast, we offer the replay at 9 a.m. And on the West Coast, if you're an early bird, we're on at 6 a.m. So I would love to join you on your commutes. We've had some really interesting shows lately to get you out of dysfunctional ideas, to get you out of feeling separated from loved ones. And so I've been thinking, since we were doing all that excavation, why don't we now plant some really good seeds and move forward into the spring and summer and you know, what for me is is just a joyous time of year, and I hope it tends to be that way for you too. I, I love to get out and see my people. So we are going to talk today about da, 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 my happy endings retreats. Doesn't that sound neat? Happy endings retreats, because you are the happy ending. Think of all those shows and movies you've seen where you were crossing your fingers that in the end, it would be happy. Well, when you go on a happy ending retreat, you are the happy ending. You are the one who has gone through a process and that has brought you to a very happy place where You weren't before you came on the retreat and you have a usable tool bag to take with you. And because all of my treats have a follow-up, all of my retreats have follow-up, we get to spend some time together, just you and I, implementing what you have learned. Now, to accommodate the fact that many of us are still getting shot in the arm, We want to have in-person retreats. A lot of us are very excited about that. I know I am. But we also want to make way for those virtual retreats, especially if you're thinking that it is not yet time for you to be out and traveling. I want to make it available to you to have a retreat experience And to have a very low-tech experience, but to have a full, visioned, aligned, and wonderful retreat experience. And I feel like I'm pretty good at doing this. So I hope you'll hang out with me today so you can learn more about it. I'm also, just so you know, 
I'm also giving away a custom package to one lucky person who raises their hand and says, I want it. I'm ready to sign up for a retreat. So I'll be telling you a little bit later how to make sure you are in line for the drawing for that. Now, today, like I said, we're going to talk about happy endings, but I am always excited to chat with you and to coach you about anything that you have on your mind, because this is a place where we're really helping writers and storytellers, but But here at Story You Talk Radio, you can be as amateur as you like. You can be as professional and experienced as you like. All are welcomed. Maybe the stories you tend to tell are around the holiday dinner table. If you're listening to this show live, a holiday is coming up, a three day weekend for many of us. So uh, I hope you're going to be taking time to sit around the dinner table or the campfire or maybe get out in your boat or, or get on your skis or, you know, wherever you might be headed. I hope you are going to have some time with your people and collaborate and share stories. I also know there are many people that are taking advantage of three-day weekend by closing shop and getting some of their writing done. I'm going to be one of those people, and I'm, I'm really excited to do it. Even though I'm a little melancholy and sad that I won't get to see my sweet man and his three lovely daughters Um, I know I'm going to get to catch up with them soon, but yeah, sometimes that's, sometimes that's tricky. You know how it is when your writing is calling to you and you feel like you're sort of on the precipice of getting something down that's been, been pushing on you. So sometimes we have to, we have to close down the, the shutters and, and, and have time just for us and our writing. And I know there are a lot of you that are in between. You're you're not necessarily uh, just limiting your writing to that once a year or once in a brave moment, and and you're not also uh, committing to a book or something like that. You're in between. You're you're just writing your life story right now. And what I mean by that is you're living it out day by day as it is. And, and that might not involve a pen and paper. It might not involve a computer. It might not involve writing in the way we think of it. But it involves authoring. It involves being the person that makes the decision about your life and and knows that you want every single chapter of your life to have meaning, to have purpose, to be intentional. I'm going to talk to you today about some people who are doing exactly that. Before we go on, I want to say hello to some of our live listeners today. 
I want to say hello to Terry and Merti. And I especially want to say happy birthday to Merti. Thanks so much for joining me. And thank you for being your smiling and wonderful influence in the family. I also want to say hello uh, to Mariam. Mariam's birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday to you, Mariam. And I also want to say happy birthday to my friend Annette, whose birthday will be following this holiday weekend. I also want to say hello to some of our live listeners today. Hello, Eddie. Uh, we just said hello to Annette. Hello, Antonio. Hello, Zach and Drew. Hello, Mariah and Hannah and Charlene. Hello, Kelly. And hello, Jamera. And hello, Renata. And if any of you that I didn't mention are listening and you want to say a hello to me on Facebook, well, I would just be more than happy to say a hello back to you right here. I am so glad you are joining me. Let's talk just a little bit about the notion that retreats are just a great time to unplug from the life you're used to living and really plug into more life from another community, from teachers, from new ideas. What I mean by more life is I just mean that all systems are a go and you, you really don't have to do anything more than show up and listen and breathe with the new content. And as you choose, participate with the community around you. When you're on retreat, you're really honoring that time in a way is kind of standing still for you. You're, I, I know when I go on retreats, I, I've been to a couple on, um, on the island uh, Maui in Hawaii with my life coach, Alan Cohen. And both retreats I attended with my my sweet man, Todd. And I just, I was so enamored by the fact that five days could actually slow way down. There was no boredom. There was no, um, you know, that idle feeling of what do we do next? None of that. It was just this, really interesting version of island time where everything is slow, everything is, you know, intended and thoughtful. And it just, it just feels good for many people that have lived in the city and then go and visit the country. You know what I'm talking about here, that, that feeling of, oh, we don't have to go at such a rapid clip. Wow. And it just, for me, it, it feels like time sort of wraps its arms around me. And I get so much out of it. 
these are the retreat experiences I love to build, especially for people that know they are authors or that they are using story in in some way in their life. A lot of the people that I work with are using story to create their podcasts or their speeches or their blogs and especially their memoirs. This is an area when I was in college and then again when I was teaching college in North Seattle for about 15 years here, I really specialized in memoir and bringing that into all of my classes. Because memoir, it's not your autobiography. It's a theme from your life where you really give a lot of focus because it's a way that you build meaning. So I've worked with people that have built a lot of meaning around food and cooking. I've worked with people that have a lot of meaning around relationships, whether it's family or one-on-one partnerships or business relationships. And I've also worked with a lot of people that have a lot of meaning in their life because they followed a path of what we often call recovery, where something wasn't working so well in their life. It's usually around addiction in themselves or in their family. And they chose a path where they could make radical change in their life. When we are storytellers in topics like food or recovery, what what we find is that this theme just plays out in so many areas of our life where we're finding it in our professional areas or in our time with family, or we find that we're attracted to certain conferences. That theme keeps teaching us lessons and it it keeps helping us grow. So what I like to do with my retreats is I love to have people focus on certain themes where they know it just keeps popping up in their life again and again and again. And because they feel into it, because meaning comes out of it, they know they're growing. And most of these people have stories they want to share. And I don't mean two or three stories. I mean many, 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 many stories that are turned into chapters and speeches and content for courses and blog posts and what we now call vlogging, where you match up your pictures with your words And it ends up being very, very satisfying work for storytellers and authors. I like to support those people. And my guess is if you're here in some capacity, you're one of those people. So I'm going to be telling you some stories about people like that. And we're also going to be talking about the fact that your 
your impulses and your instincts and your intuition all work together to inspire you to take that action and maybe indulge yourself in a life-changing retreat. So I'm going to take you on a journey all about that as well. So this is going to be a nice, juicy show. If you want to connect with me today, please open up your Facebook page and go over to mine where you can send me a message. I'm at my personal page. I've got it open right now. So write to me at Debbie Handrich. So Debbie is D-E-B-B-Y. And Handrich is just like it sounds, H-A-N-D-R-I-C-H. Do you have a story about happy endings retreats? I'd love to hear from you. In fact, I'm going to give you a chance right now to write to me. We're just going to take a really quick break, but we're going to come right back. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Lisa Downs, host of Reigniting You, the show that takes a positive, forward-looking approach to mid-to-late career transitions for Gen Xers and Boomers every Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock Pacific. Whether you're looking to stay in the traditional workforce, do your own thing, or retire or semi-retire, Reigniting You is your source for career transition advice, inspiration, and insight for what's next in your career and life. Join me Wednesdays at 3 o'clock to get re-energized, recharged, and reignited. Hello. I'm Nathan Mum. Join me and Mike Day as we host a weekly technology show that talks about technology for the everyday common person. We are a live radio program that airs Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. If you go to facebook.com forward slash techtimeradio, youtube.com forward slash techtimeradio, or twitch.tv forward slash techtimeradio, you can catch us live Saturdays from 4 to 5 p.m. You can find us at all podcast services online from Apple to Google and everything in between. Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie. And today I'm talking all about my happy endings, writing retreats. And this is for anyone that wants to start incorporating storytelling into their life, whether you're someone that produces a podcast or a blog, you write your book, maybe you are a speaker in some capacity, maybe you're writing love letters to your new honey, maybe you are someone who sits around the dinner table and you are encouraging your children or your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews, your siblings, and you do it by way of story. I just, I can't think of anything in life, you know, regarding how people come together. I just, I can't think of anything where story is not welcomed. And yet, After the hard year that we have had reclusing to our own own lives and not being, many of us not being in a workplace, many of us not getting to see our extended family or 
for many of us not even getting to see our our close family. This is a time to come back to those stories and to be building them and enjoying them. So on my happy ending retreats, there are things that I just love to do. And I'm going to be offering some virtually through Jan or sorry, June and through July and through August and through September. Some of them will be in person and some will be virtual. If you're on my newsletter, you're going to get all the details on that. Just go to coachdebbie.com and scroll down to the bottom of the page and sign up for the newsletter. Coach Debbie is D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com, you'll get all the news. Or just send me a little note on Facebook Messenger and let me know you want the news right now, and I'll send you a link. But here's some things we're going to talk about. One is how your very own learning style and your learning identity helps you dive deeper into your own story and really, really familiarize yourself with what you want to say. Another thing we talk about is what I call your calling map or how it was from childhood all the way up till now that you've been sort of having this knock, knock, knock on your shoulder calling to do something around story, but you've only just sort of stuck one toe in, or maybe you started to make a deep investment at one point, but you kind of backed out for probably very good reasons, probably some fearful things. I'm going to tell you about some of my students and how doing a calling map really has helped them. And there's also a lot of time given to harmonizing with our journey, whether it's harmonizing our our heroic and heroine energies or the surface level ideas with the deep ideas or Sometimes those task agent ideas with more of our dreamer and visionary ideas. We, we get into this and it, it is my joy to bring it to you. Let's start just today by talking a little bit about your learning style and your learning identity. And you might say, I don't think I have one, mm, but you do. Everybody has a learning style. And for some of us, we we fluctuate between different learning styles depending on what's going on in our life at the time. I started to really pay attention to learning styles when I was a young teacher and I noticed the patterns of students in my classes. Like, like some people would follow the notion that they were given two weeks to do a project and they used as much of that time as they could to their advantage. Other people didn't even begin the project until two hours before it was due. And in their mind, 
they could take the majority of the two weeks to have time off and mix in a whole lot of anxiety usually. And then the last two hours just hunker down and go for it because that was the only option left. And then there were also a lot of styles in between. And what I, what I loved about noticing these patterns is that year after year, the same patterns would show up. And so I thought, wow, there's something to be said about this. And I really started to research styles of learning. I took it a little further. And at a time when, well, you can imagine, a, a lot of teachers started out on the part-time or three-quarters time contract until they've proven their worth to the college or the institution they're at. And things were no different for me, I'll tell you that. And that can make for a long, long journey of hungry days and nights. So to supplement my income, one of the things I did was I worked with the registration office. We would have these new student orientations. And I loved them. I loved being a part of seeing new kids that are, that many of them are in high school and they're just starting to think about taking the leap into college. And in some situations, they were students that were, were graduated from high school and they were coming back to college after being gone for a long period of time. And they were wanting more mentorship. All of that really got me excited. So I remember this one time I was, I was working with a young man and he, he just had all this energy. And I said to him, you know, I'm so glad you are excited to come back to college and that you've had a few years off to really think about what you want to do. And I'd love to, to know what are you going to consider for a major? And I remember how he said, I have no idea what I want to do it for a major, but what I know is I'm here to to do everything differently. He said, I, I didn't do well in high school. And so I just want to take all different classes from all different areas. And I'm just open to everything. And if I hadn't been teaching for a few years at that point, I might not have seen the red flag that was coming up. I might've just jumped in and thought, wow, what a really enthusiastic guy. He is on the right path. But instead, my intuition kicked in and I, I started to think about some questions I needed to ask him. And one question I asked him was, tell me, when you were in high school, what's one area where you excelled? And he said, you know, I, I don't know that I excelled in any area. And I said, I don't believe you. We all have an area where we excel. And he said, well, you know, it, it's, not, it's not necessarily that I excelled, but I was drawn to the sciences. And I said, okay, here's my advice. 
since you have qualified to register full-time at the college, that means you can have three full credited classes. I want one of them to be in the sciences. And he, he said, but that's not new to me. I, I've taken a lot of science classes. I, I'm ready to go for everything new, everything different. I'm, I'm just, and I said, no, you know, I love, I love your enthusiasm. But I just have to warn you, in the middle of the semester, you're not going to have as much energy as you do right this second. You're going to have um, some experience studying and getting up every day and going to class. And what I want for you is some familiarity with your subjects. I want you to have at least one subject where you already know going into your college experience that this isn't just spanking new to you. It's an area where you have experience. And if you need to, when you're a little more tired, you can lean into that experience. And he all of a sudden did what I knew he would do because he was so excited. And this is part of a learning style. It's a style I call the adrenaline learning style. He all of a sudden said, you know what? Maybe I'm not cut out for college. Yeah, yeah. I tend to give up in the middle. And I said, hey, hey, I'm not saying you're not cut out for college. I just want to help you succeed. And one of the ways many of us have a learning style is we we start with so much energy. I see all your energy and I'm excited about all your energy too. But just being a teacher and, and having experience working with people, I want you to make it through the middle zone. I want you to be okay there. And I think one of the ways you're going to be okay is if you're working with you, you know, at least one out of three of those classes, you're working on that basis of familiarity. And he just, he kind of sat there and took it all in and just said, okay, you're the pro. I'm, I'm going to follow your lead. And I just, I gave him my office hours, little business card. And I said, you know, if you want a pep talk in the middle of the semester why don't you come on by? You know, I have an office right over there. Just come on by and we'll talk through it. And he didn't that first quarter, but much later in his college experience, I ran into him and he said, you know, I've been thinking I should come and talk to you. I just wasn't sure if you really meant it. Is it okay? And I'm like, of course it's okay. That we, we need to see what he didn't know as a student, and I sure hope I told him, is when we have a style, we need to honor whatever it is. And one particular learning style that I see again and again among creative people is this adrenaline learning style. We love to start. We love to jump in both feet. But it's not, it's sort of a sprinter style. You know, you'll, you'll make it for a meter, but you won't make it at that pace for a half marathon. No way. Mm -mm. 
So you often need help in the middle and, and support because all of us, all of us want a happy ending. None of us want to say that we gave up in the middle. We, we want to reach the finish line. We want to feel good, as good when we finish as we did when we began. We want to be able to celebrate. So one learning style that I like to help my retreat people identify in the early, early moments is what's yours? Because running on adrenaline is a very common one. It's not a negative one. It might sound like it, but it's only negative if you don't realize it and work with it. There's strategy to work with it. And one strategy is to allow yourself to have some familiar pieces so that when you do get tired, you're not on a high, high learning curve. You're able to lean into something familiar. Another thing I want to tell you about before we go to our next break, and I see See, we've got one question coming in. I can't quite see that far what the name is, but um, I will be getting to that first question after the break. I want to tell you one other thing I love to do on my writer's retreats is create this thing called your calling map. And this is you. You have been called forward to be a storyteller in a particular theme. You've been called forward to write a blog. You've been called forward to film your vlog. You've been called forward to do a new podcast, to write your ebook. You feel it. You feel this inertia of, I belong doing that. For a friend of mine, she felt a calling forward to get very involved in recovery groups for women who are widows. And I think part of it is because she was widowed quite young. She, she She had a bit of a warning because it involved a terminal illness, but it didn't, you know, in the end, it It doesn't matter how much warning you have. At the same token, because she went through such an enormous experience, she had something to give back to a very particular community. And so in her 40s, she found herself doing exactly that. And what we talked about was that calling on... And what I like to call the map, the calling map, it began with her being encouraged to go to certain grief groups. It led to her not having anything. She didn't want to have anything to do with them. It led to her feeling very uncomfortable. And then she decided maybe she needed them. And then she became more comfortable. And then she felt more supported And the next thing you know, she was being asked if she would take on some leadership. 
And it has turned out to be such an incredible, important chapter of her life. So sometimes there is this map that we can look at. If we go back to the very beginning when the call to do work came to us, it's very natural for us to deny that we would be any good at it or that we belong. But at some point, what we might find is that there is a comfort place and a secure place and a growth place. And eventually, there's more of a leadership role. And we follow through on that. So that's that's just a really quick summary of another thing that we work on on my retreats and that we go into in quite a bit of depth when we are together. So now I can see we do have a question from Amanda. So let's just take a quick break so I can review her question and we're going to come right back. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and here we talk about everything that is on par with storytelling and authoring and really just living your very best life day by day, chapter by chapter, moment by moment. I'm creating these happy ending retreats. I'm revamping some, doing doing some new face-to-face retreats, and I'm really excited about it. So I wanted to take this time today to announce that throughout the year, I'm going to be offering opportunities for you to join the virtual retreats, which means you can do them from anywhere. You can do them from your home or while you're on vacation. You can do it from anywhere you like, as long as you have at absolute minimum a telephone, Uh, but um, hopefully a laptop or an iPad or something like that so we can see you on Zoom. And then I'll also offer some face-to-face retreats in the Seattle area likely in the Los Angeles area, and possibly on the East Coast, either in Florida or New Hampshire, because I have family there that I would love to see. It's it's so interesting to me. We All family takes up the four corners of, of the U.S., so 
I'm I'm looking forward to expanding into more areas to offer retreats. If you want to be the winner of a customized, specialized package just for you, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go to uh, Apple iTunes and subscribe to Story You Talk Radio. And then I want you to head straight on over to my website, which is coachdebbie.com. It's spelled D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. Just scroll on down to the bottom of the page where you can uh, subscribe to the newsletter. And just let me know by clicking on email or contact or connect, any of those options. Just let me know you did that and that you are very interested in this specialized package. And that's going to allow us to have a conversation and put you in the drawing to get some one-on-one time with me and a very loving discount toward the, the retreat that would work best for you. So, whether that be the Seattle one or the the Florida one or the virtual one, whatever would work best for you. I would love for you to take those steps so I can serve you in that way. So just for a moment, think about the fact that retreats offer you so much opportunity to just unplug from what you are used to doing and really plug in to a all new condensed experience where you just really get filled up on something you want to learn about and experience, have a a new time with. So for many people, it's the idea that you're creating something and you, you want that support while you're in creative mode. I like to think of the fact that everyone goes with a happy ending, that you come with an open mind and you go with a happy ending. And I support you with ways to stay connected afterwards. Amanda has written in and she has asked about this. I think this is a very, very important question and it hadn't occurred to me to talk about it. So Amanda, I am grateful to you for bringing it up. She says, I have avoided retreats in the past simply because sometimes my shame comes up. For example, I have always wanted to be someone who films as a photographer, I hang out on the safe side of the camera. I do not film myself, but I am so talented. If I do say so at capturing others, I think I could build my brand even better if I was willing to be filmed, but here's the clincher and it happens every time. I tell myself I'm willing, and then I find out I'm not because I don't want the I don't want the camera to capture 
my face of shame. Oh, Amanda, I just, you know, this is so important. And you have said this so well. And if you don't mind, um, I'm going to address the rest of your letter after the show. But what I've read so far, I'm just going to address right now. So it is not uncommon when you think about sharing stories, memories, adventures. It is not uncommon for there to be a piece in there where you feel ashamed and where you're working all that out. And so what I want to say to you is that I have found a lot of relief by having separate my creative thing and my journaling thing. So this is what I mean. My creative thing is like what you said. I turn the camera on myself and I allow myself to be filmed. But I don't do that before I go to my journal because the journal is the exact opposite of a camera. It is the safest, most private place where you get to share what is really on your mind and what what scares you. And if you are willing to develop a practice around journaling, I really suggest daily when you start 10 minutes every day, even if you're having a great day, take 10 minutes to write down how great it is and why. What you're going to find is that you take comfort in knowing that your journal is always there for you. It is always there to capture that which feels shameful. It is always willing to see you. And when you do that, the camera isn't as likely to be such a big monster for you. In fact, you might feel quite uncomfortable knowing you're putting the camera on yourself, but you might also start to feel, and it does take a little practice, a little day in, day out practice, but you'll start to feel at home with the fact that the camera isn't the one judging you. It's just the thoughts in your mind. And because your thoughts have a safe place to go and be journaled, they might not come with you while you're on camera. In fact, they might start to evaporate because you had the courage to write them down somewhere safe. This is a piece that I always bring in with my one-on-one clients. Without a journal practice, I don't know where I would be today. <laughs> I really don't. I I needed that in my youth. I needed it in my 20s, my 30s. I since since owning my very first journal as a young girl, I have never found a time in my life where I thought I'd be better off without it. It's really really helped me. Amanda, I want to tell you a little bit about one of my clients, Eddie, who I I had thought about sharing his story before the show. And then I thought, well, we'll see if it comes up. And, and you have helped me see exactly where it comes up. Eddie is one of those clients that 
I think was was like you. He was turning the camera around, so to speak, and thinking about sharing his story with me. He had already written literally a few hundred pages, but he wasn't 100% sure what parts of his story should be public and what parts should not. The thing about Eddie is we went through his calling map a little bit and we started to look at the fact that he, he started to be called into being a mentor when he was real young. It started because one day when he was going to school, his brother who was a little older than him uh, was being escorted off of the school property Uh, by authorities. And in Eddie's family, this had happened to other people, but now it was a brother that was close in age to him, made him feel very nervous. And eventually something similar happened to Eddie. And he had to, he had to look at the fact that in his family, there had been a lack of mentoring. And because of that, because of that solid father figure that was missing, uh, even though he had a very loving mother, he was starting to see that the men in his family, and there were so many, the young men in his family had not had the adequate mentoring to stay out of trouble. And as Eddie grew up, he felt that the experiences he had to go through and witness, and some were quite harsh, it was no longer, it was no longer that he wanted to be in his shame story around it. He wanted to transcend that. And Amanda, I feel like that's where you're at. You're wanting to turn the camera and put it on yourself because it has been safe to be on the one side of it for a very long time. But now to do your real work in the world, you might have to be filmed. You might have to share some pieces of your story, just like Eddie is doing, and he's doing it well. Now, he had plenty of time to journal. He had plenty of time to work with writing, coaching, and getting his ideas out. And he also had plenty of time to envision what it might look like to form a mentoring program for male youths. And I'll just say, he's doing very well. I am really impressed with the fact that It began with him understanding that as a youth, he was being shown his future. That's what I mean when I say a calling map. Events started to happen that, like you, Amanda, they were a bit shameful. But, and they were all very shameful in some situations. But when you witness something like that again and again, when you feel it kind of permeating your veins, you know your life is not meant 
to just backpack your shame all around and do this day in, day out, moment by moment, experience upon experience. You start to feel an agitation to transform it. So Amanda, I hope this serves you because what I'm what I'm really hearing in and what you shared with me is that you've known a certain friendship through your camera. You've used it in whatever ways to to be a photographer, but now whatever career you're in, whatever the next step is for you, you're starting to see that that camera needs to be on you and that the shame story doesn't need to live a long and dire life only in shame. It started there, but you can transform that into a story that becomes one full of service. And that's something we do on these retreats. It is, it is my love to bring this work forward. So Amanda, I, I hadn't thought of this, but since you, you wrote in and since you wrote quite a bit, <laughs> I will be writing back to you and make sure uh, you click on the link I'm providing because I am also offering you a free gift of a customized package. And it's up to you if this speaks to you or not. But I do want to thank you for taking the time today. And I want to thank all the listeners for even considering what could happen for you if you went on a happy endings retreat. You can do it in your living room, in your pajamas, and enjoy the virtual retreat. Or you can get in the car or on an airplane and come and join me in person. Like I said, I'm I'm following up with my newsletter people. So get on that newsletter or send me a, a note on Facebook Messenger if you want to know those dates. We're putting it all together and I would so love to see you there. I hope this topic serves you. I'm wishing you a beautiful holiday weekend. Until next Thursday, namaste, my friends. <music>